If you don't remember what the fight started over, then it wasn't an actual fight. Right. You guys were just in a bad mood and you were miscommunicating. A relationship is like a dance. And sometimes people get tired and they step on toes. They didn't do it on purpose. And that's where people draw the line is like, I feel like you're just passive aggressively doing something to me. If you genuinely feel like that about your partner on a continual basis, that is the wrong partner for you. Let's let's hey here it is everybody want to put down there below I want you to put hashtag let's talk about it because that's the slogan of the show and we're yes, going to talk is. about it today yes, we're we going to talk hard about it <laughs> um, also guys if you not, if you guys want to check out all of our shows please go back and look at our last episodes on on all the channels all the platforms and if you're not subscribed you're a loser and uh, yeah so, so and we still love you move. we all make mistakes let's move on <laughs> <laughs> let's move on what we got what oh, we talking about man, today it is your favorite today so I have been getting no I'm blaming you for the situation that is happening currently everybody and the does. reason why this is happening today such a because. People seem to think that with valid data that I am a relationship expert. A guru, as some may say. A sensei, it's, as Mr. Brian not, Kendrick it's calls not you. that complicated. He said, you are a walking slogan. <laughs> He's like a bumper sticker everywhere he goes. <laughs> do unto others as they may do unto you. Jeez, I'm not the Trust the process. Rule. No, no seriously, like, I, playing, get, I get a lot of people that hit me up about relationships because either they've seen the podcast or they've seen my relationship via just knowing us or hearing about us through friends. And so you're I living a lie. To, is what's happening? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah a total kind of, lie. maybe just a little bit. Chris, <laughs> I want to just share the like the. It's not as complicated as everybody thinks, and that that like, what's the secret? The secret is there can't be any secrets. That's the first step. Well, that's just, everybody should get divorced right now. <laughs> everybody out there. Skeletons. Me and my wife clearly have no secrets. I don't buy that okay? shit. I don't buy that shit for a minute. <laughs> we don't. I don't. It I is don't just it. the nature of the beast if you're going to be married, okay? If you want to mess around in a little cute relationship that isn't actually going anywhere, then hide all your skeletons in the closet and have fun. I'm all for that. However, if you want to spend the rest of your life with someone, no matter what, at some point in time, whatever you may have been hiding is going to come to light. That's just the truth. I hate you. And the biggest shock factor in all of this is that when that happens, it changes things. So just come out with it. That's the way. And what I mean by that is the simplicity of the reality of a relationship is that you just need to be who you are. And what I mean by that is like, I don't mow the lawn. Now, most people think that's the manly thing to do. And it's not because a, I don't like itching all day long. That's for starters. B, I value my time. So I feel like it cost me too much money to I'm, mow the lawn. Uh, while I do agree, right, everybody's got some things in their life. I can't mm -hmm. think of anything off the hand. Don't don't look at me and point your fingers at me because I don't have anything off the hand. Yeah. But there's all kinds of stuff in our past that we wish to forget. And, and maybe even through wishing to forget, we did forget. You know? Now that's, there's a difference between if you haven't brought it up, and that's another thing in a relationship is don't. You can't dive into someone's past looking for a problem on either side of the fence. That's what I feel most people I feel, do. I feel that's a dangerous ground because yeah. because I have had that bite me in the ass before. Right. You know, I've told things that, you know, like early in a relationship, you you know, you got all the mm -hmm. laying in bed and just talking. You just talk. 
Yeah. And talk. And talk. And talk. And talk about and nothing talk. in reality. And then then later it seems to bite you. And it, it has. I didn't say it always will and it, it won't, right? But if you're not with the right person, those things, you know, so if the person has, you know, problems with jealousy or insecurities or mm-hmm. stuff like that, that shit can come back and bite you later on. One thousand percent. Here's here's one thing that I implore everybody to do, and and it was given to me as advice when we started and decided that we were going to go ahead and get married, was that what happened from this moment behind stays there. Yeah, that's important. I do. You cannot judge someone and we talk about this like the people that have said stuff like 20 years ago and all these little cancel culture people are diving into it yeah that shit's ridiculous. i would love to find all those people and dive into their past because yeah, i guarantee ridiculous. i'd find the same thing we all we're human yeah we all make mistakes you can't say that you don't love me because 20 years ago or 10 years ago or even eight years ago when you were dating that one chick like what does that have to do with you yeah, yeah. you can't do that and you shouldn't do that, and it's not fair to do that because the person that's making the accusation is usually doing that from just a guilty place. They have something that is in their past, and if they're the first one to strike, then it's okay. It's the man in the mirror, right? Right. You know what I mean? That often comes from a guilty place. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you want your relationship to really work, you got to let the past go. 100%. And let it go. 100%. But see, with me and my wife, we made ground rules. Like, what the past is the past. I'm not going to judge you on it. I'm not going to look at it. I'm not, I cannot get mad about it. And these are the ground rules starting today. We both agreed on it in a moment in time before we decided to get married that the past was the past. Period. Yes. <laughs> you run into exes. You deal with things. Like, a lot of things happen that are completely out of your control. Yeah. And these people get jealous and weird. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Well, see, that's my thing too. Is like, why, why spend so much time in, in the rear view? Like, <clears throat> why spend so much time in, in negative thoughts? Or you know, I, I, I'm, I'm in this place in my, <clears throat> in my life right now where all I'm thinking about is today, mm-hmm. and I think it's kind of a, it may not be a good thing, you know, because I'm, I live in this space always. I've never been able to hold a grudge against somebody. Right. Somebody has done me completely wrong, right? You know, just s- screwed me over. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never been able to hold a grudge against people, and and. I don't know if that's good. I really don't. I don't. One is because I'm the type of person that can get in an all-out argument, maybe even a fist fight, and then 30 minutes later, never ever think about it again. Oh, absolutely. You know, I don't. I don't know if that's good though. I, I don't because some people, you know, they need to live in that. And they need to. Heal, you know, the the word I hear, you know, we hear nowadays is, is it was a trauma in their life, mm-hmm. and they needed to heal from it, and they they need to heal from it, and they haven't healed from it. And I just, as much as I understand, I work in treatment, and this is why I'm not a therapist in my treatment facility. Absolutely, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Is because I don't quite. I can't quite wrap my head around that because that's not how I am. Now I understand drug addiction. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand what leads to drug mm-hmm. addiction, and I understand that that I I hired professionals to deal with that with them. Yeah, I absolutely. am not the one, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, healing, man, I, and and getting through trauma. I, just, I live in a space where I got so much going on in my today that I can't think about that yesterday. I can't. Well, that's another thing. Is you know, if, if you were still holding on to anything. So many people are. If you're holding on to anything from one of your exes, and, and I made this mistake, but at least I was honest up front. Yeah. I told my wife that night at dinner, I am not going to trust you. I have trust issues. Right. I want to. I believe that I can. Mm-hmm. But I know through the history of other relationships 
that I've been through a lot and it's going to trigger some emotions that 1000% are not going to be fair to you. It's going to come up, but it's going to come up. I want you to know in that moment, you can tell me to get the hell out of your house or you can sit there with me and allow me to just be an idiot and let me deal with it. And if you can provide me that safe space where in that moment, we're not in a relationship or friends because yeah. you need to, you need to have a dividing factor. <clears throat> there needs to come a time where you guys are lovers and where you're friends and they're ha- They have to separate at times. That's a concept I because like there's a lot of emotions that are involved in the lover side that aren't involved in the friendship side. Friendship allows a lot more space for honesty where you can forgive someone without holding on to the intimacy of the relationship. Wow. Wow. So we had to create this space where the two had to exist. So you can sit there with me as a friend and allow me to just be stupid so that I can teach myself what I'm doing. Right. Cause you can't fix me. Right. You're not going to change me. Let me say what I had to say. Just let me be an idiot and realize that I'm an idiot. And then, and, and again, you don't have to. But if you would create that space for me, we will grow because of it. Because if I can sit in that space by myself and, and be able to be okay and know that I'm safe explaining it to you without hearing about it later, that's another thing. Scorekeeping. Uh, Don't do it. Yeah. I am honest about everything. My wife says, do you want to go do this? I, if I don't, I'm just like, nope. It's not because... I, first, always be willing to try something. Don't assume that you know that you're going to hate something without even trying it. That's just silly. Well, I, I tried something that was similar and I didn't like it because I've done that before. And then as soon as I tried the new thing, it, my life has changed. Things have changed. The person I'm with has changed. The whole dynamic has changed. Yep. And I'm like, now I just look like an idiot because I'm having a blast. <laughs> and I came into this acting like I wasn't going to like it. Yeah, yeah. And that's not fair. But if you've done something and you don't like it, don't do it again. And tell your partner, wife, spouse, whoever, no, I don't want to do that. You can, which leads me to my next thing. Don't ever tell your partner no. I will never tell my wife no. I can express that I don't like something, but she is a grown woman and herself. And as long as you are not negating the sanctity of our marriage, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. And I have to accept that. And I am the same way. There's so many, you know, I deal with people in addiction daily, all day Mm -hmm. long, right? And, and, And I would say close to 80, if not higher percentage of those people are in some kind of a relationship. And I would say... 90% 90% of those, if not more, are, are toxic, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in so many different forms. It's a toxic relationship, and it's just, you know, you, you, you wish that you can explain the toxic, toxicity of that relationship to somebody, and it's really not something that nobody's ever, it's just a, becoming, learning that you yourself are toxic. It's one thing. Mm-hmm. Becoming aware of it while you're in that toxic state mm-hmm. is another thing. It's, it's very difficult because that's how our brain works. It's comfortable. When you can predict the outcome of it's something, then you can live in it. Yeah. Because you know what's coming. And then I stay with him even though he beats me because, well, he hasn't broken my face yet. Well, there's always like, well, when he's, when he's not, he's a really good person. Right. Or, you know, we justify the outcome because we know what's coming because everybody hates the unknown. So we get comfortable with the crappy known. Well, there's there's three stages of that. And that's like knowing that you are one in a toxic relationship Mm -hmm. or or even different, knowing that you are a toxic person Mm -hmm. and then becoming aware of when you're actually acting out in those toxic 
behaviors. Mm-hmm. And then the third and perhaps the hardest is changing those toxic behaviors. And there's not, and it's not something anybody is this, that is such a long process to realize your behaviors are toxic, to realize that, that your behavior is not only toxic to your, to your spouse, mm-hmm but they're very incredibly toxic to you. And this is why we always say to people who are in early recovery, like you, the last thing you need is, is somebody, a man or a female, Mm -hmm. or, you know, the last thing you are broken. You've done a lot of shitty, bad things to yourself. You've done a lot of bad things to other people. You've been in nothing but toxic relationship and your whole addiction. And the last thing you need to do is grab onto something else and say, okay, this is going to fix me if I just have this, because you get incredibly wrapped up in that. And then you become, you become incredibly codependent on the way that you feel when you're around that person. Yep. And that is not working through your problems that's latching on to something else and and that's your fix right that absolutely and that becomes your addiction but that's another thing that people need to understand is that you hold responsibility in the relationship you Uh cannot blame the other person and say it's your fault we don't do that either we don't play the blame game we're not keeping score we're not trying to find out who's at fault there is a conflict happening we are both in the situation together so if anybody is at fault we both are it is our job as adults, as lovers, as a married couple to go through this together. This isn't, you're the one causing the fight all the time. If I've allowed the how fight. Many, how many of you people have out there have, have said that, you know? I'm guilty I think, of it. I, I think I said that last, the other day. <laughs> Honestly. You know what, like, that's what I'm saying is like when you keep score and you play the blame game, there's a winner and a loser yeah. in every fight. And do you really want your spouse, somebody you say you love, to be a loser on any level? Right. No. So you can't keep scoring and play the blame game. You have to accept your responsibility. Me allowing toxicity in the relationship, even if I don't consider the one to be toxic, is just as much guilt if you want to play the blame. You hold just as much guilt for allowing it to be there yeah. as you do if you were the one causing it. You, are, you, you make your own decisions. Oh, he makes me do this or she makes me do this. Nobody can make you do anything. You allow them to make yourself feel a certain way, and then you blame them for it. Mm-hmm. But you are responsible for your own actions, and you have to take responsibility for your actions. You're in a relationship with yourself first. You are then in a relationship with your lover. You also have a relationship with the relationship. There is a <laughs> dynamic to this. That as long as you understand that as long as the three can cohesively exist, I want you to be you. I don't want you to be who you think you might want to be for me. That never works. (laughs) Like I've had my wife come at me before and just say, what do I need to change to be better for you? And I say, nothing. You're the best for me. In this moment, we're having an issue. I don't even call it a problem. We're just having an issue. Oh, you're Get not allowed out. to be involved in the relationship conversation. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> this is awkward for Marty. Yeah, well, you got, and maybe you got that's good right for you. Maybe that's good for you, you know. right? Now. Here is the thing: is this is these are the dynamics that I mean when it comes to me and my wife in situations. And, and in the beginning, this was a very hard space to navigate because I had a very good grasp on this, and because she is such a a servant that it was hard for her to navigate that when. Things were going a certain way, and we had like, we're meeting some friends and we're going out. But I am okay with going out, but I want to be done by a certain time. She would feel obligated at times. And I'm like, why? 
This is about me and you. We are gifting them with our presence in this situation because they're a couple. We're a couple. We're going to do it our way. I don't have to do it their way. Well, so it, it, that's been ingrained in her for so many years. She's and a, you said the word servant, but ain't that what, what's that called in the love language? That's the uh, the gifts, the, the gift, gift giving, gift giving. Yeah. And that's kind of the same thing. Yeah. It's like. You know, that's, and that's that is her love language, right. which is great, but your love language is between me and you, and we're in this situation together. If you want to go out with them and do your own thing, I have nothing to say about it. Right. But if I'm going to go out, and it's going to, like, I have a way that I like to live my life that she understands, and we live that way. And this was only in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Now that we both understand each other, it's very simple. Like, when we go out camping, I look, I go to bed at nine. I don't care who you are. I don't care where we're at. I don't care what we're doing. <laughs> <clears throat> we can do as much as you want until 9 p.m. And then at that, if we get to 10, you've been lucky. You're lame. Because this is just the way I live my life. I like my sleep. <laughs> I like my patterns. Speaking of, go to bed together. Me and my wife go to bed together every single so you, night. So you basically take her hostage and she has to go to bed at 9. Too. No, she just lays there and watches TV like we were doing on the couch. <laughs> What's the difference? Now, there are moments, and I don't mean like every single night. There's always the exception to the rule. When her, like, we'll invite family over. Like, we'll invite her mom over, and let's have a slumber party, and her mom will come over. And it's like, if you girls want to hang out and craft and and do whatever. You don't feel obligated to stay up with them. No. Not at all. No. (laughs) Nine o'clock, I'm like, have fun. I'll be in there snoring. (laughs) But at least I get to snore without getting woken up. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just, you have to create an honest dynamic. Yeah. Don't BS around the reality of what's actually happening in the situation. Don't do things you don't want to do. Be honest about the things that you're willing to try and not try. The biggest one that I have seen lately and have had the most questions is when it comes to sex. People, when, when people live this robotic space where you're just trying to like be intimate with each other and you're not having any fun, I don't care who you are. As a human, that gets boring. Okay. We keep things interesting. I'm not going to go into too into many this. details, but let's, out of respect for my wife. Let, let's dive into this one. I no, mean, no, I'm kidding. let's just I'm be honest kidding. about the situation. You know, it can be basic role playing where we're just having fun. You know what I mean? Like I'm coming home as the late husband from work and I'm tired and I want to massage. Do you like, wear a suit? Yes. <laughs> I wear a, a tuxedo. And she's got a maid looks outfit like on? a penguin. It's just like you just got to keep things fun and interesting and be willing to explore with each other. Like so many people are so worried about so many things. And I'm like, who cares? Like, who cares if you want to go have sex in a public bathroom? Because that's what you two want to spice it up with. Oh, that's As awesome. long as you are not doing something arrested. illegal. That's illegal. Well, only <laughs> if people see it and if it says no sex on the door, to my understanding. But <laughs> that do not take legal advice from from, from me. Definitely right, not. Not right now. Not right now. Just have fun and stop caring about what everybody else thinks. That's the problem. Right? Create time and space for each other. Date each other. We have done the date boxes. We've gone through all the boxes that we could subscribe to, and now we still have the books. And we make our own. We bought the next level, which is the intimate level, and it has fun for you where it's like, go crash a party and then go home and make love to each other and paint your bodies and do fun things. Like, Did you paint your bodies? Yeah, absolutely. 
And it looked like crap because I don't care because it's about the action. I'm not trying to create a masterpiece. Did you? She's my masterpiece. Did you do that that trend thing where they they paint you painted your butt and then you no. sat on the canvas? Did you? No, do that a long one? time ago I faxed my butt and I'm never gonna do it again. <laughs> I want to see your butt on a canvas. I want to put it right here. It's just the like you just gotta create this space where you two can be genuinely comfortable. Well, with each other. I mean, let's get let's break it all back. Let's let's back up a bit because listen, I don't want the thing I. I fear the most because yeah. you know we talk about recovery no, i, I want to hear the, the recovery right i'm all for rebuttals let's have it well it's not necessarily a rebuttal it's just like if you happen to be in a relationship and it's getting boring do exactly what brian says or mm -hmm. or you're having issues right communication mm -hmm. <clears throat> figure out you know what your yeses are and what your no's are yep. and stick to those and communicate ground rules boundaries communication Commu these are basics communicate why those are yeses and no's and 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 you know all that, but if you're not, don't. I, what I hate, and I, you know, it just drives me crazy. Is <laughs> shit. I'm gonna offend somebody right now. It's okay. Uh, these people that are out here and, and on Facebook, and they're in seven relationships in a year, and they're with mm -hmm. the love of their life, right? And yep. these are people, and I just look at this, and I unfriend them every single time <laughs> because I, it's just people are looking so much for a relationship that they want a relationship that they'll grab on to the first thing. So, so I'm going to share the first the thing about this with everybody. It's not, well, I just want to say this though, like quit looking for a relationship mm -hmm. because every time you're looking and seeking a relationship, you're going to grab on to the next guy who googly eyes you. You're going to see the your, things that you want to see and you're going to completely bypass the red flags you because are. you're not in love with the person. You you're are in not. love with the idea and, of. And and so many of these relationships fail and they're in love the next the next month with somebody else is because they're not looking, they don't fall in love with the person. They don't just happen to meet this guy and a woman and like, oh my God, this is great. This is awesome. And then they work through the all the crap that you need to work. Mm -hmm. They are just like, I need a relationship because I'm lonely and I'm bored and I'm miserable and oh, hey, he looks good. That's what I was saying before. If yeah. you're holding on to anything from your past that is going to be carried immediately into the relationship that you cannot let go or be honest about, like I was just dating someone two weeks ago, yeah, try that for once and yeah. see if that person remains the same because they're going to pull back because right. they're like, that seems strange. Two weeks ago and you, I dig through your Facebook and see this, I love you. Oh my God, I found the one. <laughs> Like, I found the one of one of one of one of one. Yeah. Of, of the, I found the one part of my team. Like, I don't really know what that means. <laughs> like, what is the one to you? But here's the reality of that. Oh those those so people lovely. need to wake up and understand that they're codependent, and that's okay. You got to work on yourself. You just got to understand that's where you're at. It's just like I recovery. was like that for a very long time. It's, it's just like relationships are kind of like recovery. I, I can take everything back to recovery. It's like, and you've said this many times. You've talked about this many times. You gotta, you gotta fall in love with yourself first. You gotta, you gotta know yourself. You gotta own yourself before you can partake, bring anybody else into that. Right. And if you don't, you still got a lot of stuff that's going to come out in the relationship either in a month or six months or two years from now. It's when going to come out. you don't love yourself, you're, you're beating yourself up while somebody else you feel is beating you up at the same time. Now you've got two people basically jumping you in the situation because mm -hmm. you couldn't hold your ground. And in the beginning, that was what I was, that was part of what I was saying. Like, I'm not all there yet. I want to be, I believe you're an amazing person. I am willing to go into this right now because we had a great connection but I don't know what that looks like yet. So I want you to know what you're walking into. I want to give it to you straight. I want to tell you what's going on. I want to share my baggage with you 
because you're going to have to carry some of this because this is where I'm currently at. Or I'll just buy you dinner. We can call it a night. It was very cut and dry. Not, I'm here to sell myself to you. If you have to sell yourself to anybody, you're in the wrong relationship. Yeah, friendship, relationship, anything. Anything. If you have to prove anything to anybody other than yourself, you're doing it wrong, in my opinion. And I use the word wrong, even though I hate it. But it's just not the appropriate way to handle any relationship. So I handle the relationship with myself first. When I can love myself and not judge myself and be okay with myself and not keep score with myself and I follow these same guidelines into another relationship, Yeah, this is why we work. Yeah, because And we fall off course. That's what I was saying in, in the last podcast was we fight. And sometimes I'll get frustrated and I'll just say, who needs to win so we can get over this? Because I feel like that's where we're at right now. We're just in the <clears> point <throat> where it's like somebody just needs to win and then we can say sorry in two hours when we realized that that was just, we'd gotten so far off course that we didn't even know what we were fighting about. If you don't remember what the fight started over, then it wasn't an actual fight. You guys were just in a bad mood and you were miscommunicating. A relationship is like a dance. And sometimes people get tired and they step on toes. They didn't do it on purpose. And that's where people draw the line is like, I feel like you're just passive aggressively doing something to me. If you genuinely feel like that about your partner on a continual basis, that is the wrong partner for you. Or that partner just needs to be made aware. You know, absolutely. You, you know, just like you said, you can get off course and you can, <clears throat> I could step on toes all day long and, yes. not, and, and not be aware of it until right. somebody, somebody grabs a hold of me and says, look, man, what, what are you doing? You're what like, are you talking Shit. about right now? Yeah. yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. oh, okay. You know, and that's communication. just aren't complicated. They're really <clears throat> not. It's, it's this just genuine honesty about who you want to be. And when you know who you want to be, you're going to attract somebody that wants the same thing. Because that is who they want to be. They have found who they want to be. But until I could get fully to that point, because I was there. I was on the edge, but I knew I was still carrying some baggage when we had gone to dinner. Like, I had been really working on myself on, like, a very honest level. And so I felt like if I'm going to be honest with myself right now, I have to be honest with you. I'm right there. And I know what can take me somewhere else is somebody that can allow me to live in that space. And that is not fair to you. Right. And I know that. And so I'm just but, telling but if, you but if you're down, <laughs> I'm just telling you, this is like a small sacrifice to make to allow a space where greatness can be created. Mm-hmm. And I accept the same from her, though. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know, she has a child that is not mine and I love him like he were my own. He's older now, but I met him when he was 16, 17. Rough age. You know? Rough age. He was going through a lot. Rough age. You know, he's growing up. And it's right. You know, I was like, man, I used to like wait for the parents to leave before I could stay with a girl. Now I'm waiting for the kid to leave before I can stay with the girl. (laughs) Like everything seemed to go backwards at that point. But it's it's the the relationship that me and him have now, and the reason that I feel like me and him are close is that it's the same thing. I shoot it to him straight. Yeah. There is no BS with me. I'm not sugarcoating anything. I'm giving my opinion. I'm not saying that I am Nostradamus and my word is bond, but it's how I feel. Yeah. And it's backed with data and it comes from love, which is why I don't mind cursing and all the other things that people have said. I'm like, everything I say just comes from a genuine place. It's just how I'm feeling in the moment. You call it cursing. I call it passionate. Right. It's just a different way of seeing things. Right. <laughs> and that, and then the people that go biblical with it and say, oh, yeah, you know, that's wrong. That's my conversation. Right. Again, Don't judge me. I'm not judging you. You live your life. I'm going to live my life. If we can coexist in the same space, because 
We have a lot of the same things in common, but I don't sew and I don't craft and I don't make these crazy clothes like she does. I think it's amazing to watch, mm-hmm. but I don't do it. But mm-hmm. I did try it first. We had craft day and craft day was like me, my mom, her mom, and my wife. And it was great at first. And, and then I started to realize like, this isn't for me. And you were sewing a dress? Well, no. But I had tried like interesting crafts. A pillow. <laughs> we did make pillows for a leg trip. <laughs> and that was fun because I can draw. And that was simple. But then I just realized. And so I had that conversation with her. I said, I don't think I'm going to go. And she said, why? I said, because I just realized that I don't think that that is the space for me. There will be times when I'll hear about one and I'll ask if I can come to that one. But once I've stepped out of that space, I can't just act like I still live there. So that is your space now. And I well, love I think, that you I, girls can be girls. I think that's important, and too. And I think a lot of relationships don't necessarily, you know, I, I see a lot of relationships where it's just so it's them. Right. And it's only them. And they don't they don't have relationships outside of that relationship. And I think that's toxic, too, for it. Maybe not for everyone, right? Maybe that they just need their spouse and that's all they need. They don't give a shit F the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. But I think it's incredibly, I think the man should do his, the stuff that he wants to do with his homeboys, right? Whether that be playing cards, going to the casino. Those are the things I like to do. Right. You know what I mean? Or or going fishing or, mm-hmm. or just whatever, taking a trip. Me and, the, me and my boys are going to Vegas mm-hmm. next week, you know? And, um, you know, these are the things that I think are staples of a decent healthy relationship and and or the other side you know she needs her girlfriend she needs to do things she needs yes. to do her crafts with with you know not yes. necessarily you don't need me there all the time she's going to and a I, hair show next week and, I, and, and i'm did, like and I, I used to go and then right. i realized it's just weird for me it, 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 i don't need to be there right right you need to have those other relationships with your friends and build those bonds with your girlfriends just as much as i need to you know there's times i want to go with my dudes and like i don't want to be around you and but that's then, not that, that's not like i don't want you or i don't want to be around you i mean i just need a little bit of time with my dudes i want to you know and sometimes the crafty i want to like, i just want to sit at home i don't want to i don't want to hear anything i, I just want to do some research study some more stuff and just me, you know, cause yeah. when I respect that when she is coming home, there are certain things that I, as a man want her, I want to make sure my stuff is out of the way that the house is cleaned up. There's any extra dishes that that's what I'm taking care of because I know the things like I don't mow the lawn. Right. I don't expect her to either. I'm willing to pay for it. She Does just she doesn't like that. Yes. That's because she doesn't want us to pay for it. Oh, uh, Jess, I Jess feel does like not we need are, to hear that because Jess wants to mow the yard. And I like, feel no, like no. we are losing money when we mow the lawn ourselves. And she, and not that she doesn't understand it, she just it, she gets a kick out of that way of thinking, I value my time. Yeah, I value my time when I am off of work at $40 an hour. Time I value my personal time at $40 an hour. So if, if it takes me two and a half hours to mow the lawn, then I'm over 100 bucks into this gig. Mm-hmm. I'm right at a hundred bucks into this gig and I can get it mowed for 60 bucks. So I'd rather just pay somebody else so that I can chill because that is valuable to me. Yeah. So I measure myself in different ways Mm -hmm. than she does. And it's fine. We don't have to be always together and doing all these things. And we create space for each other, which is why we created rules for dating. And this is what I'll leave it with. Never stop dating ever. Sorry, Jess. We stopped. So we have a rule that every two weeks we have to go to dinner. Every two months we plan some sort of weekend, even if that's shut off the phone, sit on the couch, we do nothing but hang out with each other. And then every year or two we plan like a real vacation. We plan like a legit vacation. And I mean like 
every two months, it's like nobody exists but me and you for that weekend. Yeah. And the date night doesn't have to be complicated. Last time, it was an actual dinner. The time before that, we got out the date box. We did something creative and fun. We cooked together. We just tried something new. It's just spending quality time. Gotcha. That is uninterrupted by life. Because if you are anywhere near going upwards in life, soon as you feel like your life is a mess, I'll say congratulations. Now you're seeing success. So that is what happens. So if you guys feel like shit like me, <laughs> you can thank Brian Gordon. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us. We will see you next week, guys. We'll be in the same bat channel, same bat time. We love you guys. Take it easy. Love you guys. Bye.